You got that cereal. Cereal boy over here. Can you find a way to move that chair louder? Don't start with me. <laughs> <laughs> so you're telling me about your erectile dysfunction. How's that working out? No, 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 no. That's <laughs> not, I wasn't even saying, it, it, everything's working fine down there, my man. Oh, man, that sounds like something someone whose dick ain't working would what say. The, well, no, this is, this is a, a, a fabricate. You just came in with this. I don't know what this is. I don't know why you're saying this. I don't even understand what the joke could be. It's real funny that you would wait, like you would wait till, like you'd start the first part of that statement, hit record, and then hit me with the whoopsie daisy right now. No, 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 no. I won't. I won't. I won't entertain this. This is. This is. You are such an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Candy Dinner with Matt Niffy. I'm Ify Wadiway. I'm Matt Apodaca, and I guess I'm sorry for no butting your I have ED premise. It's not a premise. It's something you said before no. we hit record. No, no, no. Oh, my gosh. No. Oh, my gosh. Trust me. If I had ED, I'd say it on the pod. Um, you know, you'd wait till we get that 4Hims uh, <laughs> sponsorship before you did it. Hey, if 4Hims wants to send stuff, I'll I'll read copy. I'll uh, I'll try it. I'll yeah, see what it does. I'll, I'll pop it, see what happens. I'll pop it and see what happens. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Woo! It is, a, it, a, it is the glorious day of March 3rd. We are in, officially in March. Black History Month officially over. It's over. Uh, from what I uh, gathered on Twitter, uh, it was a rough one. <laughs> if he's chewing cereal. This has been the wildest Black History Month <laughs> since probably its induction. Oh, wow. I'm sure that first year was rough. That first year, like... It was like all the takes were when's White History Month? Yeah, but they were genuinely being concerned. Yes. <laughs> I was like I'm genuinely being considered. Like people were like, "Yeah, when is that? We should probably get on that." This, yeah, it's been a rough one. Uh I'm I'm holding all my bets for Puerto Rican History Month. I'm gonna, I'm gonna ride that. I'm gonna ride the coattails of that month. Uh when is that? <laughs> Let's find out. Let's find. I wonder if there's. I don't. You know, they have the parade. <laughs> we have the parade in New York. That's a good parade. My grandpa tries to go as often as he can for that. Really? Yeah, he goes often. He loves the parade. And this is the I've I've I kill God's animals. No, grandpa? that uh, this is my uh, my dad's my mom's dad. Uh, oh, okay. Who whose dad is I kill God's animals? So that's my my father's dad. Your 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 your. Your dead dad's dad. <laughs> My dead dad's dad. Uh, and uh, so I, I didn't know. So this oh, is yeah. the Randy. This is Randy Jackson. Is my dad's dad. Wow! Not Randy, he, yeah, the yeah, guy yeah. that calls you Randy Jackson <laughs> is my dad's dad. Not my. Not Randy Jackson. Uh, yeah. So. So like he's so he's still big kicks it with your mom. Yeah, like uh, there was like a it was it was touch and go like when we were kids and stuff. But they sort of put aside the beef for the sake of the for the sake of the boys. And then uh, yeah, they're close. Uh, That's yeah, my grandparents are uh, my dad's grandparents are very close. 
uh, with my mom and our family, and uh, they come over to a lot of our functions, more so than my mom's parents. So I typed in Puerto Rican History Month, and it only gave me Black History Month, so I guess y'all had to ride that one out, too. Hey. Yeah. This is good news for me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's very interesting. <laughs> yeah, so you missed your month. You missed your- I missed my whole month. Yeah, you gave it all to me when you should have been uh, celebrating. And you, you know what? Bringing in Malfungo. As- <laughs> Damn, I wish. Hell yeah. I love my phone. Uh, man, it was quite a weekend. I don't want to ju- uh, jump right into this. Uh, well, I guess I do want to jump right into this because I had an experience that uh, you have had. That really? I have yet to that I that I hadn't had up until this point. Oh man, I you've, wanted, been, I, uh, I, you've been uh, falsely accused by the police and arrested? You know, last month I would have said, <laughs> I'm sorry that happened to you. And I guess this month I still am. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you stopped after Black History Month. Yeah. You've had, you've had a few Black History Months in between that. Yeah, you get over yeah. it. Hey, uh, hey, buddy, relax. No, um, no. so, uh, well, I'm going to start with the weekend. I was in Vegas, Las Vegas. Yeah, that shit looked like. It slapped. Uh, Las, Ve- Las Vegas is really fun. Uh, here's my experience with Las Vegas. I, my friends, my my brother and I have the same friend group because uh, we're twins. So we have all the same friends. Yeah, I'm going to pause this too right here to, to point out something real cute and real silly that happened on the Facebook upload pics of the friend group pick that y'all took. Sure. So y'all did a, a very heteronormative thing of having like the guy's picture and the girl's picture. And don't think it was was lost on me that your brother took a picture with the guys and the girls. Yeah, he he he, he hopped on in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's a silly boy. Yeah, yeah. He's like, hey, I <laughs> played for both teams. Yeah. Um, I liked it. It was cute. <laughs> I often look at both of y'all and see like who's inching ahead, like who's the hotter twin. Right because, now it's Joe, I think. Yeah, it really is. I was I was gonna like try and find a better way to word it, but since you already, yeah, he's slaying you. Jo, in that. Jo, uh, but Joe, I wondered like Joe dresses good. He's yeah. been working out. Yeah, he's doing great. Uh, yeah, I've, it comes with the territory too. Sure. Like, like you're at first, to my brother being gay. Yeah, uh, yeah. And at first, like, like I would have been like, oh man, that's weird. But as someone who's lifted in golds, uh. Uh, Hollywood, the the golds and coal, like it, it has a huge like gay yeah. population, like like it's like seriously like ninety ten percent, like ninety percent like you know uh, wow. gay dudes from like uh, WeHo, ten percent straight people. Wow, and they they look fucking good. They dress yeah. like you know it, it's one of those things where it's like oh yeah, I can see where like it it is. This has been assumed yes. of the thing. But I also get why, like, look, if I was gay, I'd be like, now nah, fuck that stereotype. I don't want to have to live up to that standards <laughs> of of being shredded yeah. and dressing nice and being good at interior decorating. Yeah. He but, uh I know he wanted to he was uh he was a little heavier uh uh like six months ago, yeah. probably, maybe a little longer than that. But uh he wanted to drop a bunch of weight for because he was uh our friend Winslow's man of honor in her Ooh. wedding. So he was like, I can't show up looking like a slob. And I was yeah. like, nah, I'm good. It's yeah. Fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you beat me to the joke. There, yeah. You fuck. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, that's this. But then looking at those pictures with you and Joe in it, I think about, cause we all, we often bat around me getting you ripped and like fucking built. Yeah. And how funny that would look of you, like just being yeah. huge next to Joe <laughs> but right now. I think it's going to go the other way. Yeah, around. I was going to say, you might have a easier yeah, chance he, convincing him to do yeah, that. He's about to fuck it gets felt uh he's he has uh he's very good about um uh like going to the uh just going straight up going to the gym like just the having the, the get up and go get that habit it's yeah. so 
it's it's locked in. Once you break it, it's really getting back on that horse. I saw uh, there was a picture taken of me this weekend. Um, that was I, and I wasn't sure what angle it was. Like what angle was my bad angle? Boy, do I got one. <laughs> I looked wide. Oh man! Because uh, like I think if you were looking at me like straight ahead, you're not like Matt's. Uh, Matt's a little thick. Yeah, but yeah. This 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 was this was bad. That's how it was for for me for a long time. Where like uh, before I cut the weight from keto. Yeah. Like from the front, I look cool, but there'd be those improv shots of me just being sideways. Yeah. God forbid like, you catch me sitting down. Boy, look at thick. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I can relate heavily. Uh, but. So we were there for the, uh, the, oh yeah, I was saying, this is my relationship with Las Vegas. Um, I always don't want to go uh, because it's just like, oh no, like, I, uh, you know, it's going to be an expensive weekend. Uh, we're going to get too drunk. Uh, it's uh, it's not going to be fun. And then when it starts to get closer, I'm like, oh, you know what? This, you know, it might be nice to put my feet up a little bit, let my hair down. Yeah. Uh, uh, get after it, as it I mean, were. You got, you got um, a good job now. Might, uh, as well, might as well spend a little bit. So uh, we, uh, we went... Uh, and this, like, this is always how it is. I, I, I do one of the days too much. Uh, and then on the day that we leave, the attitude of everyone is really like, get us the fuck out of here. Yeah. Uh, because I think on paper Vegas is good, oh, but yeah. in reality it's bad. Like it is, <laughs> uh, I think it, uh, it is, you know, uh, I think it just kind of depends on how you do it. Uh, I had a, I had a rough time, uh, this, this go. Uh, only one of the days was rough. On on Friday, we were there, and uh, uh, the girls and my brother were going to see Gwen Stefani because uh, they uh, were originally going to go see Britney Spears in her residency, but she canceled her residency because her of her dad's uh, uh, ailing health. Oh, yeah. um, and uh, so me, uh, my buddy Carlos, and our other friend Sandoval um, were like, well, while they're there, we should go do something. So we decided to go get a fucking meal, uh, a fucking bomb meal. Um, and so we went, we got reservations at Momofuku, uh, David Chang's restaurant, um, uh, of ugly, delicious fame. Yeah. Uh, we know, we know Momofuku around these parts. Okay. We ain't called the candy uh, diners for nothing. Well, we be dining. Well, we be dining and boy, did we dine, uh, at this place. Cause we, uh, I mean, we were looking at the menu. We were just, there were so many good things we didn't know what to do. So we just got a bunch of stuff to share. Uh, cause like the, the meat like portions are to share basically, but, um, we wanted to try a bunch of different things. We got a few things. We got, uh, the pork belly bow buns. Cause you got to get them. Yeah. Those are like the thing that they say to get. Mm-hmm. Uh, and man, this pork belly was the best pork belly I've ever had. It was truly, it's dumb when people say that it was like butter. It like didn't even have a texture. Like yeah. it, I just took a bite of it and it was dissolved. Yeah. It was like, it was welcome so to your good. mouth. Yeah. yeah. It was really good. Uh, then we got these like ginger noodles that were really great. That were, that was easy to share. Cause it was just like, well, we're not trying to load up on sides. Um, then we got these fucking um, lamb ribs and iffy. Oh baby. Oh baby. It was that was incredible. We used to the chops. We never messing with them ribs. No. So you're saying the ribs were slapping. Ribs were slapping. Like and, and again, like very, they're slapping and clapping. Um, and, and they, it was that was one of the best meats I've ever had. Yeah, like it was just so good, so tender, so juicy. Uh, and they had this great like sort of like horseradish like sauce mm-hmm. uh, sauce on it. Um, really good. And then we got this this whole chicken, uh, and it was like. How good, because we, uh, chicken has like a sort of um, like 
uh, petering off level where you're sort of like, this is good. It's not going to get much better than this. Yeah. If it's juicy, if it's like, if it's, if it's not like, I guess if it's just juicy, if it's not dry, it's, it's usually like pretty good. Yeah. This chicken was unbelievable. Like it was crispy and juicy. It was insane. Uh, it had these like, it had this like spicy, like yogurt, like, uh, uh, like season on it. It was, it was just so good. And we ate all of it. <laughs> we, we ate so much and we were then just so full, but what's right next door to Momofuku in Las Vegas milk bar, baby. Oh, so we man. got, yeah, cause they're, they're, uh, that's yes. also technically a Momofuku. Yes. Uh, so we, uh, we got some cereal milk soft serve, uh, as dessert Oof. and that was, you know, that was leading to some to good some shits. to some good shits, yeah. yeah. But this is leading me into the experience. Oh, okay. So I did have to use the bathroom because I was on vacation. So the whole the whole system's off when you're yeah. on vacation. You're you're not really uh, uh, going to you're not you're not regular on your own schedule. Yeah. So I had to I had to use the facilities in the in the Momofuku restaurant bathroom. This had a heated toilet seat. Ooh. And bidet. Ooh. And iffy. Okay. I know you're pro bidet. Oh, very. I am so pro bidet. I had never used a bidet before in my life. Ooh. So I thought, well, I'm having an incredible experience at Momofuku thus far. Why not take this to the edge? Yeah. Let's go all the way with this oh, thing yeah. and have an experience. Uh so I, I hit the I hit the you know the spray button. <laughs> And I, I'm, I'm feeling it doing what it's doing. You yeah, know? Oh, yeah. Get, getting me nice and clean. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and I'm trying to like okay, I figure. Well, I got. I think. I, I think we got it. I think we we can. Fit, we're we're done here. I'm gonna turn this thing off. This thing will not turn off. <laughs> and I'm trying. I'm trying to turn this thing off. I'm getting. I, I unhooked the remote off the thing, and like I was like trying to take out the batteries and stuff. It would not stop. And I was like, well, I can't get up because I'm gonna get sprayed with doo water. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but so I'm like, I'm sitting on it still. So it's going, it's oh, still, man. it's just getting me so clear. <laughs> and, uh, I finally, it finally does turn off. Oh. And then I just, you know, I, I, I hit the dry function to get me nice and dry. And then I do, you know, just another wipe to see, like just, just a wipe to see. Yeah. And iffy, you think you get it all. You think, <laughs> you think you, you, like, you think you wipe. And you think you're doing a good job. Yeah. Every single one of our asses, if you're not using a bidet regularly, is fucking dirty. Yeah. <laughs> no one no one on earth has a clean ass. Yeah. Not no, one no. single person. Not unless you got that bidet yeah. you up. That was the... I feel like I'm screaming because I'm so excited about it. Yeah. That was the cleanest I've ever been, and I felt incredible. <laughs> Can you imagine? You eat, you, you eat your ass off. You take good duke. And then bidet it out. Oh, you're like I'm ready to take on the world. Yeah, I felt like I felt like a million dollars. Yeah, my manager's office has a bidet in their bathroom, <laughs> so I always am scheduling meetings uh, every time I have to take a shit. Yeah. Oh, I got a pitch. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> can you uh, can you hear me out? <laughs> iffy, it's two in the morning. Yeah, we got to go in the office yeah. now. That's the only way I know. I mean, iffy, I got. I mean, I can't be the first person to tell you this, but if you're shitting at two in the morning, I don't know. What you're uh, well, look, see, I'm, I'm I have highly fibrous diets. Oh yeah. The only thing too is like you know. The keto poops—they're very for sludgy Ugh. <laughs> because you, it's so fatty. You know? 
<laughs> so I need a bidet in my life. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's, no, that's, the, that's the living. That, it's, that, it's, first, that first squirt always gets ooh. you, but after, yeah, yeah. Because like, it was also a little too hot. Uh, <laughs> I, had to turn, I had to turn it down a little bit. Somebody had a higher tolerance for hot water before <laughs> I, I want to know or who was this me. person was who was in there before where was like, I need hot water blasted in there. Yeah, yeah, I got to I I scald my asshole. Yeah. Uh, but then on, on Saturday, that was the day we were like, all right, guys, we're here to Vegas. Let's get after it. Let's uh, we'll go to brunch. They had unlimited, uh, you know, um, like unlimited whatever you wanted, basically. Either yeah. mimosa, um, Bloody Mary, or beer. I ordered this beer that was so good that then I realized was a triple, and which was 9%. Uh, so I got fucked up at brunch on oh, accident. No. Um, and then we got uh, those Fat Tuesdays. Yeah, buddy. Daiquiris. Yeah, and then we got back to the – and I went with Mango because, duh. Yeah. Mango's great. Uh, and then I got back to the hotel, sat down for truly maybe 10 minutes, was like, you're going to go, you're going to go throw up. Uh, <laughs> you're going you're gonna to go throw up. And it's about that time. You, you, you got one in you. I know it's just one. <laughs> I, I felt it. I was like, this is, you're going to do this and you're going to go to sleep. So I did that, took care of it. It was truly not a big deal at all. Everybody was like, Matt, are you okay? I was like, I want you to go throw up. Now I'm going to take a nap. And they were like, wow, that's, they were like very impressed with how it was a non-issue. Yeah. Uh, and then I went to sleep. Woke up like two hours later, uh, fetal, like in a in a in my chair that I was sitting in, uh, fully like in a womb like state because oh. I was just taking care of myself. Yeah, uh, just like you're recharging. My my fists were clenched so tightly, uh, and I yeah, I was truly recharging. And I then mean, hearing this all out, it sounds like you were dying. <laughs> it seems like it's. I felt like it. I guess like when I woke up because like it was kind of a like a rushed wake up because everybody was like, oh, we're gonna go eat dinner, you should come. And I was like, don't you see how I am? Like, I can't go. Yeah, there's no time to go. No, uh, and then uh, I, I, I did go because I was like, well, if I'm here by myself, will I eat? Will I go enjoy myself alone? No. Yeah, will I know how to meet them? No. So I'll, uh, and I, do I have any sort of uh, uh, sense of uh, myself here? Yeah. No. So I'll just go with them. We went to Italy, which they have here also. And I got some pizza from the pizzeria there. And it brought me back to life. Oh yeah. So that's, there's nothing like when you get day drunk, you have that meal that's like, can you get much higher? <laughs> you know. Can you get much higher? Thank you so much. I could not hit that note to save my life. I don't know what's going on. Uh, oh. Okay, anyway. Because um, it was just bready and really good. Yeah, and it just sucked up anything that was left yeah. in your stomach. And then stomach. this morning, right as rain. Perfect. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what you need that grease to make peace. But that was the... <laughs> Need that grease to make peace. Yeah, with your, uh, with your insides. But that was the weekend. And, you know, the I think the... As good as the meal at, at Momofuku was, the rose of the trip was that bidet. It was great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, it, it brought, it, 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 you know, it, it, it has enlightened me into a new lifestyle. Oh, yeah. That, that, I'm, I'm still thinking of when I'm going to finally get my bidet because I'd love, I'd love to get that ass blasted. Oh, my God. Any, any time. The, the dream used to be, you know, uh, owning a house, two-car garage, front lawn, backyard. Yeah. That was the dream. Oh, yeah. Now, 
Slap a bidet in my toilet. I live in a damn shed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, that was a baller move, by the way, to stick with the group because there's nothing I hate more than trying to regroup after like one part of the group is already partying. Yeah. Like if you've ever been at a festival, like that's why like when people are like, hey, we'll meet up at the festival. It's like, nah, you enter with me or I'll never see you. Yeah, I promise you that much. I also, I didn't want to be dug in the hangover. It missed yeah, the whole yeah. fun. Oh, exactly. You, you did the right choice. Yeah. You would have been all over Las Vegas like, we're at the Bellagio. Yeah. Meet us there. We're trying to get into the club. You get to the Bellagio. It's like, sorry, we're at Caesar's Palace. We're trying to gamble at the blackjack table. Meet us there. You meet there. We're in Sapphire. Got some titties in our face. Meet us there. Uh, you there. That was the funny thing, too, is that, like, because uh, it was me, uh, Carlos, and Sandoval, and we were walking around, and... Everybody was very mad at us that we didn't want to go to the strip club, uh, like the people that were handing out cards <laughs> for it or telling us, like, hey, but because um, one guy in Spanish was like, do you guys want some titties in your face? And we were like, that is so aggressive. That's so crazy. I mean, the answer to that is usually yes. So I don't blame him for that. It was, I mean, it, it was, it was, a, it was, he was a salesman, <laughs> but it, we were just like, oh, no. Uh, no, thank you. No, we have enough breasts in our in our oh facial region. Uh, but um, then there was at one point, well, a couple of times, the tone, I was just kind of like clocking the tone of some of these guys because everybody was always saying it like they were going to be the one to give you the idea. Yeah. Like, hey, guys. How about the strip club? And like, <laughs> oh, you know what? I hadn't. Th- oh. oh, you know, we've been in Vegas all this time and didn't. I didn't think. even not once think about it. Yeah. Huh. Thanks for handing me this card with some titties on them. Yeah. Uh, but you suckers, I'm a fucking jerk off to this in my room. I yeah. don't need to pay. Anybody. I can replace the small sparkle yeah. in my head. <laughs> yeah, I got an imagination on me, boy. Uh, but that was my. I can make them snakes. Oh my god. Uh, yeah, that was my weekend. It was. Uh, it was great. Had a great time with my friends. Good squad. Fun fun times at the Venetian. Yeah. Oh, man. A hundred percent. My weekend was pretty chill. Uh, you know, it, it, it wasn't it wasn't a wild one. This is this was my first weekend since uh, the room wrapped. The room wrapped on Friday. That's a wrap on the room, so folks. It's, 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 it really does, like, I think the cool thing about being a <laughs> an artist or a comedian is, uh, is that that feeling of, I feel like there's that that school feeling that you still get. Yeah. Like I remember one uh, one of like when I first started going to UCB, and uh, someone was like, we, "We were at the you you remember those the 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 two connected houses that always would throw parties on Wilton." Uh, the Wilton House, I think, is what they used to call them. Yeah, I was never invited to those parties, but I had heard about them. All right, like I, I would normally roast you for that, but you never had to be invited. You just showed. Hmm. You just literally would show up. There was no, no one was like checking who got the. Well, invite. I guess I would hear about it after it happened. Yeah, yikes! Uh, <laughs> but no, I've, I've had, I've had. <laughs> There's some stuff I can't even talk about in the pod that I've done there. Uh, (laughs) Um, But yeah, no, the, I remember I was at one of those parties and someone was like, yo, and this was a while ago because this was before Aurora. But like, they were like, they were like, oh man, um, uh, they were like, this is like a college party. And like, you know, you know, your boy didn't go to college. And I was like, but I was like, this is, yeah, this is kind of like what my idea of a college party is. And she was like, yeah, I went to college. And this is then the parties were just like this. And I was like, oh, word, tight. That's tight. Yeah. Then we 
Never mind. Uh, <laughs> why are you making that face? You, you make you making a, uh, a a wild face, and it's well deserved because you know. I'm Damn son, where'd you find this? Ooh, can't wait to bleep that out. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, like, and but so to get back to my point before I was sidetracked by uh, by past memories. Um, Thanks for the memories, even though they weren't so. Ooh, cold. <laughs> that, that's the line, right? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, we um, like now that you're when you're wrapped from a show that you've kind of been writing on. You know, it feels like summer break. You're like, oh, I don't have to show up. I have the week to just fuck off. Wow. And you kind of like, you know, I definitely already knew uh, the last week. I'm like, all right, no matter what, I'm going to definitely have a week of just ch- kicking it at home streaming before I jump back into any work. Yeah, baby. Uh, a little vacation. Yeah, a little vacation. So it, it, it's just, it really, I really did feel that energy Saturday morning of being like, oh, this is my first Saturday where I don't have to think about anything I have to do on Monday, except for like, I have meetings and stuff, but Ooh. like, that's, that's, you know, a meeting versus like having your uh, eight to 12 hours, you know, planned for you already. Wow. So I'm really, I'm really geeked on that. Uh, but yeah, just stayed in streamed. I've been playing a lot of apex legends, getting secure in dubs. Uh, like this is a game where I'm f- this is finally like a game where I'm like, Oh, this is, this is a game that, I'm kind of good at this is a game where people are actually going to come watch me, not because I'm entertaining, but because I'm good at it. Wow. Cause I'm securing dubs and I'm like bodying people. That's why I've been posting clips and stuff. I need to, I need to end up on some of these YouTube highlight reels. You know, I need yeah. to be right there next to Dr. Disrespect and shroud and ninja. Is there, I was trying to figure out if there's Twitch functionality for the switch. Seems like that'd be a good crossover. I know that really, that really would be. But there, re- uh, that was my bowl of cereal that I pushed. There really isn't like, ma- like only if the console has a camera feature. So like mm. that's why Xbox and PS4 kind of have like the built-in streaming function yeah. because they just connect with their cameras. I don't know how. I feel like th- there, there should be some kind of like Facebook Connect version yeah that that allows you to do some kind of light streaming because i do some I, yeah if, if even like if you just supply the camera or whatever mm-hmm. like off your computer or something i mean you that's how i do it as i funnel my uh hdmi cable through my computer back out to the tv yeah and then that way i can stream switch stuff and any console yeah because so. i could be playing something yeah. that people yeah. But I don't, I don't. It's I it's don't fun. Know. It's very fun. Adam Conover's been crushing it. I got a, you know, open mic eagle this week. That happened. Uh, you know, they, him and a friend were talking spicy about Street Fighter. And I was like, y'all can take, y'all can take this match on Twitch and on my Twitch and I'll commentate it. Wow. He's like, I'm down. So I'm actually going to hit them up and Damn. we're going to commentate this uh, Street Fighter match. <laughs> Try and find some, maybe some other uh, comedians to do an exhibition match before that. Wow. Yeah. My main is M. Bison. Yeah. M. Bison. Psycho Crusher. Psycho Crusher, man. Oh, man. Uh, Nightmare Booster. What is, what's something, uh, did we start with love or hate last time? We started with love. What's something you love this week? Something I loved this week. Well, you know, my boys Weezer, they put out a new album. And I don't know if I love the album, but I love... I love my boys, and it always seems like they're trying to have the most fun that they can. I did see them on 
Jimmy Fallon. They had a good time on there. They played some of the they played one of the new songs on the show and it sounded great live. So I'm always whenever Weezer's in the news, that's gonna be the thing that I love because I love them more than anything. Oh my gosh, you little bitch. I already told you how you're gonna die. I already told you Rivers Cuomo's gonna He's gonna bust. kill me? He's gonna murder you. Why is he gonna kill me? I haven't figured that part. That part of the premonition did. So he's like, he's a reverse John Lennon. Yeah, pretty much. He's going to catch you. And he's like, you like me too much, bitch. And he's going to shoot you. Bam. Well, clip clop. You got clapped. Damn. Well, I, I, I've been listening to the tunes and you know what? I think it, it is very different than every Weezer album, but you know, most people are off the, like most quote unquote Weezer fans are off the, off the, off the boys they're not they're not into it anymore i i'm a diehard i stay i stay uh, i stay true to my boys and so i'm here for them no matter what i wish they were coming to la this leg of the tour but they're yeah. not oh they're not no wow because they're they're they re up their tour with pixies and they're hitting sacramento they're not hitting la unless they add a date i'd, I'd love to i'd love to go see them locally mm. so i gotta say but yeah, that's that was what I loved this week. See, that's how it starts. He's like, see, we're avoiding L.A. Then Matt traveled out to see us. You like me too much. Boom. This is going to be so sad if, like, you do. Imagine if Rivers Cuomo actually did murder you. That'd be so weird. And everyone's just like, if he predicted it, he kept saying it on the podcast. But also people would be like, I bet you Matt loved this. <laughs> I know. He's just like, he died with a smile on his he face. Met his, he met his hero. Yeah, we uh, we asked for a closed casket because his face was stuck smiling, and it was very creepy. Yeah, he was we like, Momo. Momo. <laughs> Yeah, he was like, he was a baby boy Momo. <laughs> uh, just, oh my gosh. Yeah, no, that, that, who would I replace with you if you got murdered? And I guess I'd have to do like, I'd have to finish off your Weezer podcast, but it'd be like the fuck Weezer yeah. podcast. No, don't he change my it. Boy. He, he killed my boy. And he's like, I didn't even know you're wearing a Weezer hat right now. I am. Yeah, that'd make I'm head to toe legitimate, my boy. <laughs> you know? This was a white hat that I wore to a uh, a color festival and got. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. And, and so you left it colored for the memories. Yeah, isn't that fun? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> You're like, you know what? Yeah, what a nice time. <laughs> I was like, oh, I can't think of a disc. This is actually a really cool thing. Very cool, 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 cute thing. Um, the thing uh, I love this week. Uh, it really has been, you know. I gotta say, without giving too much information, I'm a, I'm a just. Show love uh just uh this writer's room i was in you know it's uh, to me i i love the uh the well it's a tie it's the writer's room and it was uh, the video that eventually dropped that i shot with uh yours truly in adidas and sound lab to kind of promote their songs from scratch uh, album that they're getting ready to drop yeah that was it, such a cool video it, yeah what it a cool was, thing to be in. I, it was so Dope. We shot it that Sunday. Like that's. I saw the story and I was like, "This is a quick turnaround." And it yeah. looks great for how fast. It was oh my gosh! Around. Yeah, they, it was great, and they really just let me play. Like it wasn't, you know, lots of times when you work with brands and to to create things, they're they're kind of very stringent on what you can and can't do. But they kind of just let me and Brody kind of vibe out, improvise, and then that's how we eventually. It was through 
the first scene Brody improvised where he was like saying he was working, he installed all the software that we had this idea that he was just going to be ruining my flex the whole time. So, <laughs> so, so that was cool uh, working with them. I hope to continue working with them in some way, form or capacity. But the reason I even remembered that is because I was kind of at the, uh, the rap barbecue they had today catered by my two cents, which is an amazing, uh, clean eating, healthy soul food spot. And Oh my God, it was so good. I uh, was able to eat that up, but also, you know, they were jamming in the room. They had like, you know, the horns, the, the drums, the piano, and just sitting in there watching them jam and bob out as corny as this is like, man, that's, I, 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 that's just like that creative energy. I like, I love and, that. Uh, that's, and that's kind of what, what I like about the writer's room is like, you know, I feel like uh, comedy can be so solitary a lot of the times. So do you kind of switch it up and then be in a place to where you're collaborating with people and making something really great, really funny that everyone is passionate about was a good time. And, uh, you know, it's it, it's always a bittersweet ending stuff for multiple reasons. The main ones being that you uh, have to stop creating for this particular cause and because you stopped getting paid. Uh, <laughs> but you know, it was a great experience and I'm excited to see how it kind of, uh, unfolds. Yeah. Um, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait to see it. Yeah. It was, it was great. It was great. So let's flip the look for the, the cap. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And, uh, let's talk about, uh, what did you hate this week? What did I hate? Uh, it's, you know what, in sort of breaking the, uh, Blake, breaking these things up into two different categories, I start to realize that there are there are fewer things that I hate than I love. Yeah. You know, uh, it's I think that's the sort of tip that I'm on these days is that I'm like, well, I I don't hate it. I just don't think about it really. Um, uh, people were pretty mad about Green Book. I haven't seen Green Book. We were we talked about that as it happened I think, yeah. last week. Uh, but every, yeah, everybody was really upset about Green Book. So I'll join them. Fuck Green Book. Yeah. <laughs> um. But I haven't. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I didn't hate much this week. I. Uh, well, hey, yeah, I don't know. Nothing. Did you hate something? Uh huh. Did you hate something? Uh, you know, uh, the thing I hate. The things I hate. Um. What are you doing? Looking through tweets. That's that's probably the easiest way to find something I hated this week. Um. Yeah, I think I, I think the thing I hated, and uh, I'll clap back on. Uh, just this is kind of a carryover of last week, but the think then bars that screwed me over because now oh. you know I'm getting back into that hump. But I kind of open. I was kind of okay with it because it was my birthday week, so I was like, let me just, you know. Uh, release the hounds and the yeah. hounds being my mouth on carbs. Uh, so that's been great. Ready to jump back in it on Saturday, but it just kind of sucks when, you know, I feel like every company tries to say that they're, they're, they're keto or, you know, just because it's the hip thing. Yeah. And it's surprising that a lot of these companies or a lot of these things don't even know what it is. So they're just unintentionally just lying and wasting everyone's time and kicking people out of their fucking diets. Whack. Whack. Hella whack. Um, but you know, besides that, you know, just the usual bullshit people being whack, uh, is, is what I hated this week. But, uh, you know, Oh, I have something that's like it's a mild, it's a mild. Ooh. I hate okay. uh, when I when people tweet. This is a thing that you probably experience a lot too. Just I think when people in comedy tweet, I'm saying we're people in comedy. Yeah, 
And and this is I don't this is not a disres- this is no disrespect to the fans. Yeah. I love the fans. Oh yeah. But when people reply to your tweet with like a tag or a like a, a punch up or something to your tweet. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> You're not funnier than me. <laughs> yeah. You can't you can't say uh, you can't add to a joke that I had already just tweeted. Come on. Yeah. Now unless you are more successful than me and uh higher up in comedy then that's totally fine. But if you're if you're normal, <laughs> don't be doing that. Oh, don't be doing that, huh? Yeah, don't be doing it. Like and retweet. And you know, you know, here's another Twitter <laughs> thing I don't like. People are liking tweets. They're not retweeting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That that's that's. I see that way too often. Lots of times from friends where I'm like, oh, you liked it, huh? At two, friend day. Yeah, I thought you, you if you liked it so much, why don't you give it a retweet? Yeah, yeah. I'm not especially, retweeting everything I see either. Especially when they when they like and they comment, oh, this is hilarious. All right. Smash that RT then. Yeah, you liked it and you're verified, retweet it too. Retweet it. Share some of that. That's socialism right there. You gotta yeah. share some of them uh some of them followers. Put a little in my bucket. Yeah. We're looking for our fair shake of laughs. Yeah. Get your ass in there. Get yeah, get your asses in there. Press that RT. Yeah. Uh, but you know, hey, thanks for liking my tweets. Yeah, yeah, you know, truly appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, I love engaging online. Yep, t- tons of engagement. Hashtag content. Yeah, just even if you comment, people see it. People, it pops up in their feed, so it kind of gives them the option of, hey, what was what was this person responding to? Check yeah. out the tweet. Oh, I see. That's pretty good. Give it a like. Yeah, you know, look, we're just two influencers trying to, you know, influence. I'm just trying to influence. Yeah, trying to, you know, sprinkle it down. <laughs> Sprinkle it down. Yeah, no, one thing uh, I've, I almost forgot to point out uh, a new love. Wow. That I found. I totally forgot to mention this in my week, but I went in, I, I did an escape room. You did an escape room? Yeah, have you done one before? Yes. I knew your bum ass did one. I've only before. done one one time. Yeah, I, I've always been, I've had a hard stance against escape rooms. I called them white people shit. I said, you know, I look, look, I've already beat the greatest escape room, Escape in the Hood, you know, but, oh, you know, Lord. <laughs> but I was like, yeah, they wanted to do it for the, for the rap room, wrapping the room for writers, a nice, fun community building. And we did uh, Escape Artists. In uh, Burbank, and look, I didn't know there was there was so much role playing going on in there. I didn't know there was a story that came with rooms. I didn't know this was like a, a you know a real oh yeah real, real nerdy thing. I, I just thought they threw your ass in a room and it was like get out. <laughs> no, there's like a whole like lore to it and stuff. Yeah, yeah they's like here's the thing. Here's what you got to do. Have fun. Yeah. So here's here's, here's uh, so I was the moment she started. You know, telling the lore, I was locked in. I was like, oh, I didn't know we were getting it. Okay, I'm in. But the lore of the, the, this room was that, you know, um, you're, you're, you were in Vegas. Oh, boy. With your crew. So it's so funny that you went to Vegas. The, the house found out that we were counting cards to win, but they were only able to capture two of us. And they locked them in the boss's room. And the rest of us, now the, the, the casino is on lockdown. Yeah. And we have to escape the casino and save our friends in enough time. So they split They split us up. I think there was about six of us. So four of us was in the casino room and two of us were, were locked in the boss's room. Fun! It starts off with them with the lights off and their handcuffs to the chairs. Oh my God. Yeah. 
And it was crazy. It's like, it was crazy because we're like doing the the puzzle and all of a sudden we just see like, because we had a double-sided mirror on ours that looked into their room. Yeah. But like where they can see into ours, but it just looked like a mirror to us. And then all of a sudden we just see a light on the window, like (laughs) flagging us down. Oh my God. And, uh. And then we had to find like these walkie talkies and then they were giving us directions through the walkie talkies on how to do it, how to like, cause they needed a clue from our room and we needed a clue from their room. Oh, it was like, it was, it was great. It was did you, did you solve it? Oh, we solved it with like 15 minutes to spare. Oh yeah. We died in mine. <laughs> Wait, was yours one of those, the killer's going to come back and get you. Yeah. Or actually if you don't solve it in time, the room is going to fill up with gas and you die. And that's what happen to us so what what happens when the time runs out does it play like scary music and sounds an alarm goes off the killer is there he turns the gas on and we die that just seems a little too scary for me it was pretty scary because we got um ours was like i it it was i can't remember what it was called it was called like the 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 study or something it was and so it was like we we first have like bags over our heads that we're putting this like chain link like cage that we find a key to get out of. Yeah. Uh, and I think the thing was, cause four sounds like a good amount of people for yeah. it. That's a perfect amount yeah. because this was like eight people. And I think it was too many. <laughs> that just sounds like arguments. Yeah. And uh, I feel like if I, if it wasn't too scary, I could solve it myself. Yeah. That's the thing that, that seems very but too scary. So, so besides the gas, were there any other scary stuff? in the uh, So there was a hidden room that we found that had a woman, uh, like tied up in, oh, I w- and it was too scary. I would have hit the panic button and left after that. <laughs> yeah, well, it was funny because had we not been afraid of her, she had clues for us and would have helped us solve it. But she was like not. It was sort of like she was captive for so long that she couldn't like speak. That was like sort of what she was yeah. doing. And we were like, oh, we just like didn't know what to do with you. Uh, and, and y'all then, just and we did basically th- ignored her? It was, yeah, we ignored her for a long time. Oh, my gosh. And then we decided to go back to her and then uh, freed her. But the thing was, her key to get her unhandcuffed, it wasn't a poo-poo toilet. Oh, man. There's, like, fake doo-doo in there. So who put their hands in the poo-poo toilet? I used something else, like, as leverage to get the key out, and she called me a pussy. What? Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I hated something at... Italy. Uh, what did someone call you a pussy at Italy? No, somebody just very one of the cashiers very casually said the R word. <laughs> <laughs> and I forgot about this until right now. Uh, but because he was ringing me, the, the guy was ringing me up, and then uh, a guy, like a line cook, said a different price as like a little joke. Uh, and then he was like, "Sorry about that. My younger cousin's an R word." And I was like, "What?" That was it, I guess. It was he, said, so, he said a retard, right? Yeah. All right. Yeah, and I was just like, what are you, what? I thought you were going to say he was, he was a rigger, which is a very racist term that people call, <laughs> racist called dumb black people. Oh, that I'm was. Glad, I'm glad you thought that was funny. Yeah, yeah. Um, look, look. Catch me on uh, the Infowars. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, did you see Alex tour. Jones? Oh, we're about to get in that right after these messages. And welcome back. 
if you're still listening after that horrible joke I did, thank you. And that uh, means he didn't cut it out. Uh, no, no, I'm leaving that in because also, I'm, I'm urgy, baby. They're going to be having pickets, picket lines outside of my show like Andrew Dice Clay, baby, because I'm too raw, baby. Yeah. You all need, uh, the listening audience needs to know something about what happens uh, during the commercial break. Uh, if he closed his eyes and like had his head down like he was powered off. <laughs> Look, that's how I know it's time for break. That's, that's how I know. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry that you you weren't ready for that. Yeah, I guess I wasn't ready. Uh, yeah, yeah, no. Alex Jones went on uh, Joe Rogan, and th- you know immediately why w- what you just said before the break is what reminded me of it, right? Yes. Just him screaming. Well, no. <laughs> oh. He 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 said I'm somewhat retarded on there. Oh, did he? Yeah. Oh, that's really funny. Yeah, and it's like, wait, what? What did you? And you know, I'm too lazy to like go and get the full context because that means I'd have to watch Alex Jones on the Joe Rogan par, uh, podcast. But uh, the clip is online. The clip's online. Check it out. He he was arguing about I can't is even this remember on or no. No, well, I don't have the the dongle for it. Okay. It is on, though, but I forgot I didn't have the dongle. It's all good. Um, But he just gets so worked up, and it's so so crazy. Okay, here it is. I'll be honest with you. I'm kind of (laughs) retarded. Here's the thing. One more time. Listen, I'll be honest with you. I'm kind of (laughs) retarded. He, I can't know. I don't need to know what the next sentence yeah, that's is. Yeah, insane. Yeah. Uh, but also, like, obviously, uh, his ideologies are bad. It doesn't make it doesn't shock me that he would uh, say something that's stupid. Um, but he's also like, I hate. I, this is one of the reasons I don't fuck with Joe because he is basically a launch pad to the alt right. Like he gives these people uh, a platform. Yeah, a platform. Yeah, and that's the thing. Is like I, I don't. I wouldn't knock anyone for having Alex Jones on your podcast, but I think Hassan Piker, uh, you know, uh, of of the Young Turks, yes. of of uh, the illustrious people who choose to follow me on Twitter because they like my content. Wow. Uh, uh, you know, he, he like, cause I didn't know it was going on that day, but I just saw Hassan. Uh, he tweeted, he was like, Joe Rogan is letting Alex Jones say, get away with everything. Like, yeah. And, and that's a, I think that's an important thing. Cause I think about this a lot of people when they have guests on their podcast. And I don't think you have to like shout down someone on your podcast, but you definitely have to, Ask for clarification sometimes, yeah. kind of stop and be like, that's not true. What do you mean? You know, if you're if you're truly there, and I think uh, you know, uh my friend Kyle, Kyle McFadden made a good point of of where he said he feels like Joe Rogan sees his, the he he thinks that the every other piece of media is left leaning. Yes. So in so he tries to try and create this like platform for right-leaning people to kind of seem balanced. But in the end, you know, he's, he's coming off right-leaning because yeah, it doesn't matter if all media is left-leaning. If your media is trying to balance the scales of all other media by allowing your media to be right-leaning, then you, you're right-leaning media. Yeah. You are in the right-leaning media and and, you know what I mean? Like, like you, like I get the instinct 
that that much even I do. But that's once again, I have so many thoughts of people just trying their hardest to be the, the guy in the middle, the guy with the sense. Yeah, they hear both both sides. I'm not even going to get into that because that's just more. I think in, in that world, if that's what you're trying to do, then you have to be the guy in the. Me- it doesn't matter what other media is doing on your medium. You have to be the guy in the middle. I also just think in general, Joe Rogan is a bit of an idiot because he thinks the moon is fake. Uh, like not that, not that the moon landing was fake, that the entire moon is not real. Really? Yes. I don't remember that clip. He said it on, I can't remember what show he said it on, but he said it on a podcast. I actually am willing to, the reason I give uh, Joe so much leeway, besides the fact that I genuinely think that he is a funny stand-up. He is actually very funny. Um, but also, like, there's been times where he has had shit that he said called out, like the bullshit called out. Yeah. And he's went and said, I was wrong about that. And I feel like no one does that. And that, to me, puts him ahead of so many people in my eyes. I think on both sides, no one is willing to be like, oh, yeah, I fucked that up. I, I fucked that up. I mean, there's a there's a close friend in the comedy community who was, uh, you know, uh, who had something point out of like, oh, this is wrong, and you know, this, that, and whatever. I think you know, it's it's an open discussion. I, I'm not even gonna hide. But when Rhea Butcher talked about intersectionality and Cat Black called her out for it, I I was a, I, I'm gonna admit I was a little wary at first because I know lots of times when white liberals when they're called out if they're so liberal and you call out one thing that they kind of misstepped in you unleash a whole different side of them because they because they're not used to being on the defensive and it usually turns out bad people get super defensive and it fucks them up but Rhea handled that shit like a champ like really did like you know was like you know I was wrong I'm learning and this that retweeted it and donated to Cat Black and even when people were like low-key kind of like because that's the thing in this uh you know in, in, in woke Twitter is like when people smell blood, they try and like rip it apart to try and get some of those, some of those internet backpats, you know, like, Oh, yeah. if, I, if, if I get a good roast on this person and, and woke, then hopefully this might give me a, a few followers, you know? And, you know, she, she, you know, she really did. I, it really made me glad to be her friend and made me feel like I choose great friends, but th- that's there, awesome. there is like a, there, I don't know. It's just very, maybe it's because I've been on the internet too long. <clears throat> Like I've been on the internet since I was 12, 14 and if we're being all the way funky, you know, that's longer than a lot of people. I was the weird kid who was on the internet. Yeah. You know? I've been, I've been on this shit. I'm 30 years old, been on this shit since I was like 12, 13, 14 and, and active on forums when, when people were still afraid to talk to other people online. And, and so I got to see this shit kind of evolve and I got to see people get more comfortable online. And I've got to, I got to be on Twitter being, you know, as conscious as I am, ha- not on Twitter necessarily, but on like Facebook being as conscious as I am talking uh, to people trying to have these discussions. And when it wasn't fun, when it wasn't cool, when you, when you, when you, if you were, you were, you were the buzzkill for telling people not to say the R word, you were the buzzkill. Yeah. Uh, I even, you know, had some stuff that I doubled down on that I had to retract and, you know, it was just like a learning space and now to see it in this space where like you know being woke online isn't brave anymore because you got a million people willing to prop you up but it, it is becoming more and more apparent that the same people who are propping you up for being woke are also simultaneously going through your old tweets to see if there's something to drag you about yeah it's like a weird it's like it's it, it is a 
almost a mirror of what fame is. Cause that, that was the age old story of fame, right? That people will build you up just to tear you down. That the, before the, before the internet, before all that people were, would, would stand these people and then they would fuck up once. And then because they're not the perfect idols get ripped down by the media and the tabloids and all that. I find that a microcosm of that is happening on Twitter all the time, almost even daily. And it's, it's, and also, it's also, it's very clear. A lot of the double standards, the shit that people are dragging uh, one person for, but because this person is a popular woke person, they make the same mistake misstep and no one say anything. It's, I mean, I've been confused by people trying to uh, cancel Terry Crews. Oh, it's, it's a whole thing. That's going to be, okay. We might as well talk about it. Uh, So Terry Crews, I, I, and the reason I don't want to talk about is mostly because I don't have the full, full story. Yeah. Also real quick. I want to say Joe Rogan has since changed his mind about the moon landing and the moon. See, I knew. See, and he, 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 he thought it for too long and gave everybody the (laughs) idea though. And I think that's incorrect. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he, so Terry Crews went on The View and said something uh, trash, but I don't think he was necessarily trying to be trash. Um, yeah. He he was basically saying uh, that, you know, uh, essentially it's like a dated kind of, uh, not dated, uh, maybe it is, I don't know. But it's this black mentality of, like, you need a father to, you, there are certain things you can get, from, you get from having a father in your life. Yeah. Having a, and essentially... What he really means, or if not, that's not what he really means. What he should mean is from if as, growing up as a boy, I mean, now it's thinking uh, maybe he meant as a father for both. But in my head, I'm thinking it's that dated. I ugh, I keep saying dated, but I don't necessarily mean it. That that little boys need male mentors growing up. Little yeah. girls need female mentors growing up. And I think that is, there's a truth to that in the sense that there is a perspective on the world and life that a male mentor can give little boys like Naomi's going to grow up and there's going to be a whole perspective of the world that I'm not going to be able to explain or give to her because yeah. I grew up as a man. Aurora, however, is going to have that perspective and be able to relate to her and talk to her about those things because she grew up as a female. Yes. Um, that's what I assumed he was trying to say. But the more I learned about, it, the more it seems like he just was saying more uh, <laughs> wild trash shit. Yeah. Uh, it seemed like he was saying, like, you need a father. Oh, so, sorry, it's Alex Jonian. Uh, he was saying you needed a father in your life because they give you certain things. And then like it got misconstrued into like, uh, you know, people growing up in a uh, in, in a same sex household uh, that, that they're severe, severely malnourished. Oh, no. Uh, Terry. So I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a pull this out. Um, so it was a uh, so it was something that he he was criticizing. Um, like, so the tweet storm began when Cruz, a devout Christian criticized New York times. <laughs> that's, that's a, that's a, yeah, putting yeah. that in there, putting that in there is a, is a, is a, okay. We already know the story you're trying to tell. Criticized New York uh, times opinion piece offended that a woman had written an op-ed about young black men. Um, and, uh, so, and then it said, I guess the title of the, 
the op-ed was why does Obama scold black boys? Terry Crews on February 24th originally said, if a successful black man can't advise the black male youth of the next generation, who will? The street, that's who. And then he says, another thing that bothers me is that this op-ed was written by a woman about how boys should be taught to grow into successful young men. How would she know? Men need to hold other men accountable. So that's where my original thing right here is at. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, it, it's a... It's obviously coming from a place of emotion, but like that wording does, it's walking that sexist line. Yeah, to, yeah, to for be sure. like, uh, you know, a woman, but, but based on the point I made earlier, that th- there is, he does yeah. have a solid point. There is a perspective that black, uh, especially in this case, a black man yeah. can give black youth that, uh, that, uh, you know, I don't know the race of the woman who wrote it, but either, no matter the race, a woman isn't going to see the world that way. They right. can empathize. They can they can advise based on what they know, but that there is like a more pure, you know, point on that. So then, uh, so then there was more. Um, so someone came out and was like, men should be holding other men accountable, but throwing women out of the conversation entirely is counterproductive. And he goes, I repeat, yeah. women can speak with us, just not for us. Once again, another point that weirdly digging your heels, heels into that weirdly digging your heels, but also not necessarily unvalid. I mean, if we're talking about people, you know, speaking for people, like there is the truth to that. Like, you know, if, 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 if a man wants to share his perspective of growing up as a black man in 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 America to other young black men, yeah. that is a perspective only he has. Yes. There is truth to that. There, there is truth that that much is true. I will, you know, th- we're already in the danger zone of like now you're responding and now you're you're piecing up your point because now like this this on its own. I repeat, women can speak with us, just not for us. That 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 is a solid point, but pulled apart has its own problems. And yes. So then he, so then they picked up, uh, so then he says, Cruz picked up the conversation on Saturday after it veered into a discussion of single parent parenting and a tweet since deleted. He added, I've reiterated many times that same sex couples and single parents can successfully raise a child, but I believe paternal and maternal love are like vitamins and minerals to humanity. No matter where you get the paternal and maternal love, my purpose is to give paternal love. Uh, and that's where, like, that's where, like, he. It seems like he's still in that realm for me, yeah. where it's kind of like you're looking for male mentorship. You're looking for, you know, uh, like, like that. Like, he's not necessarily. I mean, once again, I don't want to try and one give him too much benefit of doubt to try and speak for him. But as far as like, as this with my understanding of like this making sense, that still lines up with that where we're in the point that I'm going to keep reiterating. And that's, and also me saying all this and the nuance between it is that's not to say that if you don't have a father in your life or a father figure in your life, that you're, going to be crazy or that you, you know, any, any negative connotation. I, I, I'm just saying that there is a a truth to it that, you know, people search for that. I mean, you know, you grew up with, without your father in the picture most of the time, but you did have a male figure. If, am I not, uh, am I, am I not? I did. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, my dad wasn't around, but I had my stepdad and I had other, uh, great man in my life to yeah. look, uh, to look up to. Yeah, and I and and I'll just keep going with the Terry Crews stuff because I feel like 
it's already getting into what I fear is happening. Cause I, we talked about this oddly enough on my discord in the sense of the problem with trying to make a point on Twitter is you only have 20, 240 characters. And what happens with that is you break up your point mm-hmm. and it's real easy to tear somebody's point down when you get to when it's already pieces. fragmented. Yeah. yeah. You get to attack pieces and then you, then it leads the, the original author to fall into the trap of defending pieces, which will make you start defending things that maybe you weren't even trying to say in the first place, but now is, is giving credence to that call out. And that might be what happened. Or he's going to say something trash. I, I mean, I've, he's like, I'm, I'm going to keep reading. Um, so then somebody said, told by another user, love is not gendered. A child will not starve with only one gender loving them. Cruz replied, but they will be severely malnourished. So here's my problem with this article already. The, that, that, every, all that info you had to get to malnourish does not equate to this headline of Terry Cruz called children, same sex parents, severely malnourished. He did not say that. No. If you read through it, he did not say that. As a matter of fact, you have to give so much backstory to even get to that line. And at this point, you know the point he was trying to make. Like this is this is where shit gets. This is this is this is the dirty shit. Um, but he said uh, so. Um, and then, uh, and then, of course, obviously, someone tweeted, like, I wonder if any of the Brooklyn Nine-Nine cast are going to address the disgusting things Terry Crews is tweeting. Like, it's like, why are you, why are you doing that? Yeah. Chill. So it's like, and Twitter came down of him accusing him of homophobia, misogyny. Cruz then apologized, but later kept going. Um, and he says, I apologize for anyone who was hurt by my severely malnourished tweet. It was in response to someone who said that kids wouldn't starve. It was poorly worded, so I deleted it. And then someone was like, you didn't say, you didn't say male role model. You said father figure. You said paternal love. You, uh, my niece and nephew will be just fine with two moms. I can be, I can be a positive male figure without being a father figure. And that's, and this is where it gets pedantic right here. Yes. Because that's literally, no, now you're being dumb. That's literally what the two things mean. Yeah. There's, there's no if, ands, or but about it. And see, this is the problem. And I like that I am choosing to read along and respond because this, because now I can real time respond to what's going on here. And it, and it really is like I was saying, remember what I was saying just a few seconds ago about fragmenting and then defending yes. a thing like this is just pedantic. Um, like the father figure, male figure, that's, they're literally interchangeable. Yeah. Like, and what, what is the, what? That's, that's wild. That's wild. That's, I'm, I'm <laughs> literally baffled. Yeah. And it's, then I'm gonna just say it like I see it. All these people are white. <laughs> I'm gonna just say it like I see it. Yeah. Niggas be hopping down black men's throat for dumb and, and be, this to me is making up shit now. Like this shit is insane at this point. And, um, and then he went on and said, all human beings are equal, but we are not identical. Here's the thing I know about Terry Crews from watching everything that happened from the B2 music. He is a very like emotional person. Yes. And I don't mean that with any negative connotation. I just mean that in the way he responds and the way he tweets. Yes. And, and he uses caps a lot and that's, and, and now he's fallen into a, one of the biggest things I resent where he is a larger black man. Mm-hmm. So anything that's perceived as yelling is now made out to be more violent aggressive, and aggressive yeah. than it means yeah. when he really just feels backed into a corner and is, is, and I know this feeling of when you're trying to say something and everyone continues to misconstrue it right now, 
from this point, I'm sorry, from, from this point up until everything I read, I don't see the homophobia. I don't see the misogyny. I see people attacking weird points of his argument. I see people misconstruing what he said. I see people being pedantic. At this point, I do not see him actively trying to be hard. What I see is him trying to say something and people being like, oh, well, when you look at it this way, it's homophobic. And then pinning that on him. Yeah. Maybe that's because, you know, I, I'm a black man and I'm siding with him and there's a blind side. Maybe there's a way people can put this, point this out to me in a way that, that kind of shows it. But honestly, like I'm seeing a lot of misconstrued, even from the, the, the origin of this article. And at least this article did the due diligence to see, to, to show the whole thing. But if you don't take the time to read this, you're just going to take that headline at face value. But based on what I see, you know, it's, it's looking, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not buying what they're selling. So then he went, uh, he he found this old ass video from the view. Um, and, uh, and, 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 and uh, apparently this video is, is not great. This is, this is where I kind of heard all this stuff. So this, this is his, uh, his 2014, which I would never to defend myself now. I would never go back to 2014. Yeah, no, that's, and we're already in danger zone because he's already spent too much time. Strong views on things on social media and people got angry at me and what i said was that there are some things that only a father can give you okay mm-hmm. now people went wait 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 my mom mama gave me all that. i said hold up hold up mm-hmm. and this is what i believe i believe this from my heart you know we care more about organic food than we do organic people there are things that you need from your father mm-hmm. your father starts out he gives you your name he gives you like in Lion King. Like in Lion King. If you ever watch Lion King, it happens. He gives you your name. We'll be trying to get them bits in. Whoopee. is your inheritance. Now, that doesn't mean money. You inherit his story. You you understand what I'm saying? Uh, When you have an inheritance, it's more than that. It's your father's story. Whatever your father was, whatever... So, so see, this is this is where I start falling off the Terry train because all, none of that is true. None of that's true. That's all yeah. weird, like yeah, subjective the, the, and weird. Yeah, those, both of those things come from both parents to me. Yeah, both of those things. Also, both of those things are not what I was thinking when I say you need a male father, male figure in your life, father figure in yeah. your life. Those are things that that a mom could give you or a double mom household could give you those are all things that you do not need a father for i was about to call bullshit on uh the name thing but then forgot that i also have the same name as my dad Uh, he got your ass he (laughs) He got got your ass from beyond the grave but that the that's that that then that's when it starts going downhill for me because like that is not true that that is what the the one thing that you're you can give from your father the only thing honestly in my eyes that a father can give you and this is only only applies to a son to me is that male experiment experience and perspective and that isn't even just a father yeah that's just another male mentor in your life at some point can give you that perspective there is this thing that i'm, I'm sitting here I'm, I'm kind of quiet on this because i like don't i'm trying to pick my words correctly and like yeah. sort of formulate a thought about it all uh i think the the notion like I think all of these words, all of these sort of like 
Uh, and this is not me trying to be too like super woke. Yeah, yeah. This is absolutely not yeah. that. But I think the sort of the gendered words that we're using this thing should all just be either replaced with parent or um yeah. or uh like person. Like because like I just having because there was a good stretch of time where uh I didn't have like my dad around or like another like man. Oh, 100%. But, but I, I feel like I learned how to be a good person uh, from my mom. Oh, yeah. She taught me, she didn't teach me how to be like a, ma- like a, a quote unquote man or something, but she taught me how to be. Like yeah, she, I feel like. Both of our legs up are up in a very funny way. Yeah, yeah. I've, I feel like the, the way I approach it and needing yeah. that male mentorship for males and female mentorship for females is it is as an elective course yes it, it's it's really like you can take it or leave it it's not really gonna affect you because you'll find that info somehow like if you don't have a male mentor there's so many goddamn books now but 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 like that's when i was on his side when he was trying to make that point when yes. i thought he was perceiving to make that point now it does seem like it's walking down that weird like almost heteronormative line of like you need this dude in your life because the dad's a dad and it's and it's like like, that's where I see people like bucking against it to even then, though, to like equate it as like gross and uh, just is like, nah, we just had a dude who fucking raped kids do a second audition for a show yeah. he was kicked off of. That's gross and disgusting. This is just a dated old black dude who just needs to reevaluate the way he looks at the world and and that's but but that's but that but <laughs> you, you see me uh that's how you know i'm getting worked up yeah because i'm about to point out that's the double standard we go through where we're like a <laughs> black men make a, a a faux pas like this and it's like amped up to disgusting whereas like motherfuckers will say the n-word or do something racist and then that's a growing moment for them black people don't get growing moments and you know and it really and it's really hard too with twitter because the the idea is like you have these mobs pushing stuff but you never know who's on what side when it starts that's that's what happened to james gunn like it just seemed like a every other mob because all mobs look the same so everybody just jump in line to push for james gunn to be uh be kicked out and by the time he was kicked out and everyone figured out that they got played by the right, what? Yeah, then what? You know, it's it's, it's, it's just, uh, it, it all seeds back to that original thing I was bringing up about just Twitter wokeness. Everyone's in a rush to be the most woke and not necessarily have a genuine, ex- I mean, even talking about this, I was, I, the reason I didn't want to talk about this is because because of the, the my way of thinking. But honestly, all I can do is give you the best of um, best of my reasoning on my take on this, and and this isn't to say I still at this point don't know who's wrong, who's right. I'm not making a definitive stance now until I actually go through and do my due diligence to see what is actually being said. Yeah. But the problem is no one else is doing that. Mm-hmm. No one else is trying to do their due diligence. They're just seeing what the loudest people are saying and rocking with that. Because if tomorrow the loudest thing being said is that Terry Crews is being attacked because he's a black man by these white people and these white and white gays strike again, I guarantee you there's going to be just as much people on that side pushing this shit. For people sure. are literally just following the wave. No one is taking a, a second to see how they feel about things because it's scary to be, because when you go online on Twitter, when you log in and you see that huge mob going one way, you're so afraid to go the other way. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, this is very different, but I, and I don't even like, 
necessarily want to get into specifics of like what the thing was, but my mom was telling me about something that she read or had seen on the news or something uh, that sounded just very untrue to me. And I was like, really? That's, is that, is that true? Cause I haven't heard anything about that. Would you like pull up an article about it? And so she did. And then as she was reading the article to me out loud, I watched her realize that what she had thought she had heard was wrong and then came to terms with it and like actually thought the other side of what she thought was uh, the the right thing. It was really interesting. It was such a interesting, like uh, weirdly satisfying thing to watch her be wrong and then own it really quickly. Yeah. Um, But I mean, that's the, I think that's the real scary thing. The scary thing isn't necessarily being wrong. It's actually admitting it. Yes. That's, that's, that seems to be the scariest thing for, for a lot of people. And, and you know, like I'd have no problem if like some through this week, I find out some information that totally makes me change my stance of everything I just said right now. I'd be the first one to hop on and be like, you know what? I found this out and this made me feel this way because I feel like that is important as humans to grow. And I feel like everyone's so more, they're so concerned with posturing that they, they totally forget to grow. Damn. Yeah. Also, I think there was another dumb phone thing that happened this week. Was a this? dumb phone thing? Yeah, they, there's someone else announced a phone, and their phone was dumb, too. Oh, was it that thick phone? Yes, yes. That phone was thick as hell. It, uh, 50-day battery life? Yeah. Like, that, who needs that? Like, that, you could reserve that for the charge, Coast Guard or put that shit on a cruise yeah, ship. Yeah, Puerto, Puerto Rico had no power for, like, months. Yeah. <laughs> Like, who, who, who wants that? Yeah. Who wants a thick phone that, you know, that phone's getting hot in your pocket. Yes. The Energizer P18K pop whack. And, uh, and, um, this, this article, the headline is Energizer P18K pop hands on. This phone is thick. Oh no. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I I like, that's my type of content right there. Any, anything in the news that jumped out to you this week that you were real hyped about? What was I hyped about this week in the news? Um, Nothing. Re- I mean, I haven't been paying attention. I mean, Donald Trump <laughs> hugged that flag. He's a fucking psycho. Um, right? Truthfully, haven't been watching the news. Or oh like shit! Paying we didn't even. Yeah, yeah. No, you, you. Uh, the whole thing with uh, what's her name? Jordan, whatever, and Khloe Kardashian uh, and Tristan yeah, Thompson. I haven't been paying attention to that because I don't care. I just don't look. I have to pay attention because you know Tristan Thompson, unfortunately, is the first black man in the history of black man them to cheat because black men don't cheat. And so, you know, hearing about Tristan Thompson, I had to follow this case closely because, you know, how could this have happened? Yeah. How could this have happened after this many years without a single black man cheating? Uh, Tristan Thompson, uh, you know, it's our darkest day, you know, our darkest hour. (laughs) Khloe Kardashian, uh, you know, (laughs) and it's, it's crazy. There was, it's wild too, because, it's just such a mess to see. Like, this is some shit like you'd hear about around your neighborhood that is happening by all mostly rich people. The thing that bugs me about these, like, uh, these reality TV types is that <laughs> these reality TV types, their lives so much are so much in the style of reality TV that they don't know how else to live. Yeah. Like, you've never heard any of them do something normal. Yeah. Nothing normal has ever happened to them, uh, and that's never news because it's not interesting. But 
It's just very, like, once you start living, like, a reality TV way, you are just that. So, like, of course, all this scandalous shit happens in your life. Oh, yeah, 100%. Not that it's good that he cheated on her. That's obviously bad. I mean, um, but but I think there's a point everyone made where, like, he kind of cheated to get with her. And that's always that. I think that's, that's mm, something Once a cheat, always a cheat. I mean, you know, I'm willing to give uh, certain people second chances, especially black men, since they don't cheat. Uh, but... But he's, you know, he's, he's, cheated, he's cheated before. Oh yeah, what it sounds like. Well, it's it's something I've seen happen even to the not to to people I've seen in my life who like it's like they got with you through cheating. Why did you think it would stop with you? Right. Like, you know. Well, like if I ate your ass on the first date, you think I'm you never gonna, gonna do that again? You you think I'm not gonna eat that ass some more? You think it's gonna stop? Oh lord! I thought that was a one night thing. Nah, that's what I do. Uh, where can we find you this week, Iffy? <laughs> this week, uh, you know, I'm bouncing around. You know, I'm doing stuff. I'm all over town. Uh, nothing's oh, wow. on my calendar right now. Uh, probably because I, I already explained the BuzzFeed calendar yeah. thing. So, yeah, just stick close to that Twitter and Instagram. I'm going to be streaming almost every night. So, pull up to that. That's going to be bomb. But uh, if you want to I-F-Y-N-W-A-D-I-W-E on Twitter and Instagram. If these on Twitch. If you're listening, you have Amazon Prime. But you don't watch Twitch, and you're like, damn, you know, how can I give a f- couple of bucks to Iffy? Uh, besides hitting up our patron Podbean, which is which which is lit, uh, you know, you can also, um, you know, uh, uh, attach your uh, Amazon Prime to your Twitch and give me a Twitch Prime sub. It's a completely free sub that you get to give to me, and it goes to my funds to stream. Wow. So thank you. Wow. Uh and this week, you can find me. Uh, you can always find me on Twitter and Instagram at Matt Apodaca. Uh, my my Herald team pony is up at Herald Late Night this Thursday. It used to be Sunset, ten thirty p.m. Come check that out. Uh, and on Friday, uh, Friday March eighth, I'm dropping the very first episode of my Weezer podcast that Ify mentioned earlier. Uh, it's called "What's with These Homies Talking About Weezer." Uh, we're going to be covering one album every week until we're out of albums to cover, and then that'll be it. And I'm very excited about it because, I, I, as I said earlier, nothing more than I love uh, than, than talking about Weezer. So uh, if you're into that, you can like and subscribe on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. We're all over there. And uh, it should be available on Amazon, not Amazon, uh, Apple uh, or you know Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, all the places where you can normally get podcasts uh, should be there very soon. I'll be tweeting about it and stuff, so check it out. All right. All right, then uh, I guess uh, I guess that's about it. Uh, big shout-out uh, to our uh, patrons. Uh, we got we got Charlie Mahalik. Charlie Mahalik, my and, homie. Yeah, yeah, and Mike from Oakland. Thank you all so much for already being the first to sign up. I hope you're ready for this bonus episode we're about to drop this week. Right with this, it's going to be fun. In our bonus episodes, we do we 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 go we go on a drop a list of dope things. Wow. Yeah. All right. Well, see ya. See ya. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.